from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I'm back. Tim Donnelly here. Graham Hill producing, still producing the show. Thank you to Brian Murphy sitting in for yesterday's show. But I wasn't going to miss the Friday before the Super Bowl. And I darn sure wasn't going to miss the chance to talk about whatever that Canes game was last night. I felt like I was either dreaming, uh, maybe under the influence of something. I, I felt like there was a fever dream going on yesterday watching that Canes game. Thought I had a little too many storm brews at <laughs> PNC Arena. I mean, I got flashbacks of going back as a fan before I went as media. Let's just take a quick kind of uh, perusal. That's a, that's the the fastest I've ever used perusal in a show. Uh, let's take a quick perusal through some of the things that happened for the Canes game last night. Martin Natchez became the second player in Canes history to have a natural hat trick in the first period. Took him just under 17 minutes. 3-0. Martin Natchez went bananas. I actually tweeted out. This is this is how I, I didn't know what was coming. Martin Natchez, what a fun night. I thought it was fun. A natural hat trick that early. Here's Natchez on getting his first hat trick. One second, says Graham. Uh, it was, it was, everything was bouncing his way, right? Natchez is a player who's had his ups and downs this year, and and he just had an up and up and an up, and it felt like it was one of those games. Uh, you know, we've we've had him against the Golden Knights. Uh, we've watched the Canes have him against the Rangers, where it's just like everything's going to go their way. That was not the case, but it's still fun to have a hat trick. Here's the comments from Natchez. Yeah, I mean, uh, I waited long enough, and uh, just kind of, you know, hoping to get one uh, soon. So uh, it was nice, good start of the game. Obviously, then you know, we got two back, and uh, it's kind of tight game. But uh, yeah, feels nice. Uh, you know, it's always nice to get ahead of the win, and uh, it was nice. So it was nice. Pyotr Kochekov, let's go to his, I don't know, role in the festivities. Uh, starts in goal, allowed two goals in the final 30 seconds of the first period, including an absolutely inexcusable goal, the second one, just about five seconds after the first. This is Pyotr Kochekov, who is expected to be depended upon for a cup run, right? He He is... Uh, he has played the best, most consistent goal uh, for the, the the Canes this year, and he was expected to to play a massive role. And, uh, well, he was benched in the second period. Here's Rod Brindamore talking about taking Kochekov out. No, it was just I just, you know, I don't know. You could go either way. You know, let him play it out. But I uh, just decided to. Uh, Let's get Rance in there. Plus, you know, we wanted to kind of play Rance anyway. We were on the fence because he'd been out for so long. It was just kind of – so it was all right. Just change things up. And uh, Rance played really well. You know, unfortunately, though, he got hurt. That's the situation they're in with goal. Yeah, I don't know. That describes their situation with their goalies. Yeah, I don't know. It is what it is at this point. Then Ranta, who went in for Kochekov, gets hurt. Doesn't come back out for the third. Uh, Kochekov has to come back into the game. Spencer Martin, who's played one game for the Canes, is, is supposedly back in the locker room fully dressed, just waiting to see how that goes. Now let's get to Seth Jarvis's. Like, every, this is all going on at once. It, it's, like, it's like one of those movies where there's 18 characters and you're following them all through the same event. And it's like, well, let's go back and see it through this person's perspective. Seth Jarvis. 
blocked a shot with his palm, just like he like he's a goalie, like he's gonna make a glove save. Just boop, immediately takes off for the locker room. Just r- skates to the, the 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 bench, hops out, r- sprints, runs to the locker room. And and my first thought, right, because I, I don't know, I've 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 broken my my hand before, and I know how it feels, and it's not good, and and you feel it right away. I have six screws in my hand. I'm like, up, oh, he broke his hand. Threw his gloves off immediately on the ice. Just just ran away, and I'm like, yep, been there. Hurts a lot. Broke his hand. Comes back into the game, makes one of the greatest hustle plays we've seen this season, where where he just absolutely puts all the effort into to take away a goal. It was it, you can go back and find it on on special t- or on uh, YouTube or on social media, and and so he goes from the guy that I was pretty confident was hurt to the guy who's making hustle plays and putting his body on the line. Then he comes back and scores an empty net goal after drawing a penalty on an unevaded to the the open cage uh, play. And I'm going, this is, this has everything. Tell you what, I thought Marty Natchez was fast. Dude, Seth got back. Like Jar- he he was Jarvis people. can go, Chatfield can go, Natchez can go. These They've got some speed on the roster. The penalty kill. How many times was the penalty kill going to be put out there and they just kept showing up? We're talking six. Here's Rod Brindamore on the penalty kill. Kill was great. I mean, they had a couple chances, but with the talent they're throwing out there, Really, the, if you look at it as a whole, to give up what we gave up over that stretch is pretty. That was pretty impressive. So you got to give our kill a lot of credit. I would say so. So let's let's do the cliff notes real quick. You have a natural hat trick. You have two goals in five seconds. You have a goalie out, then a goalie in, then a goalie hurt. You have a whole bunch of crazy goalie stuff going on. You have one of your best players hurt, sprints to the locker room, comes back in, making also plays, scoring goals. You have you, <laughs> I mean, all of this in one game. This this is enough crazy stuff for a month. They get it in one game. Penalty kill is unreal. They win five two. Which which is the the greatest potpourri, right? That that is the. Uh, axe body spray in the middle school boys locker room which is no matter how bad it smells if you spray some 5-2 on it a 5-2 win over a good opponent I mean you still know what it was supposed to smell like right you still get a little bit of the stench but it's like you know what it also kind of smells like thunderbolts of lightning right whatever the axe is called now confident thunder right something along those lines it doesn't make it better but it makes it a little bit better right Still smells pretty darn bad, but there's a hint of uh, of something else on there. They won 5-2. Here's Rod Brindamore on the overall game. Or not. Uh, (laughs) uh, Here's how it all breaks down, right? Here's how it all breaks down. A 5-2 win is a 5-2 win. You don't give them back. But they have more questions than not right now. In goal, after last night, if you don't go ahead, if you don't go ahead and make a move for a goalie, then I will not hear your regrets later on. When there's a game last night, like last night, where it felt like Rod Brindamore was making a statement by pulling Kochekov, and it felt like the hockey universe was making a statement right back at him by taking Ronta out with the injury – when you have multiple statements being made about the fragility of your goalie or your goalie room or your goalie rotation, 
and you have a, a lineup of skaters, right, forwards and defensemen, that are good enough to win the cup, and you have multiple statements being made about your goalie, if you don't go take care of that, I'm not going to sit around when it comes back to bite you and go, oh, what bad fortune. If Ronta gets hurt in the postseason, I'm not going to say, oh, what bad fortune. If Pyotr Kochekov has a, a cold streak in, in the postseason, I'm not going to say, oh, what bad fortune, because it's being illustrated to you right now. If we know it's going to happen or we know it's a possibility, it's not bad fortune when it happens. So explore all options. Is it, is it Allen? Is it Flurry? Is it anyone else out there in goal? Explore all options. Pick the best one and solve it. You're setting yourselves up for regret if, if you have a night like last night and it doesn't put urgency in your, in your front office. You won the game. That's great. Can you win a seven-game series? Right, You won the game, That is 5-2, put the Axe body spray all over it, make you think that it smells okay. But you saw what we saw, which is Pyotr Kochekov having a, a brain freeze and giving up a cheap goal, and Ranta going out there and playing well but getting hurt. Those are the concerns for those guys. If you don't solve it, don't come crying to me. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. Well, what's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24 7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If the Canes don't make a move for a goalie in the next month before the, the trade deadline, after seeing what we all saw last night, I'm at a loss. If they watch that game, like we all watched that game last night, and I know it was a 5-2 victory over a good team, but if you remove the score for a second and you just watch, if you watch the game and you don't make a move for a goalie, I'm at a loss. I can't explain it. I will try looking at things from every possible angle that I can look at them, and, and, and I pride myself on looking at things from every possible angle that I can. Uh, it, it's part of my job to look at things from every possible angle that I can. But it, I don't think I'll find one. I don't think I'll find one that explains it. The worry, let, let's take it one by one, right? The worry about Pyotr Kochekov is that he is very young and hasn't quite gotten the consistency thing down yet, right? He hasn't quite gotten the every game, every game, Every game, whether you're in rhythm or not, whether you have momentum or not, whether you're playing a good team or not, it is a three, 
20-minute period focus, right? It's goalie, right? One single misstep could be the difference. Well, in each of the last two games since he came back from an injury, there's there's been a really bad goal allowed. You might say the one uh, where it was sliding across the boards and hit, you know bad bounce or whatever, fine. But last night you can't do that for the second goal. You can't do that for the second goal. It's not a bad bounce. It's it's a I don't care if it's absolutely momentary. It was a, a lack of concentration. Yeah, it just seems like they've been mental collapses at times. It collapse is the wrong word, though, because a collapse in, in implies that it's like it's crumbled down. It's just a blink. But that's what young players have to learn, right? You can't blink. And Rod benched him. I think that's a statement. Here's Rod Brindamore on uh, taking Kochekov out and bringing in Antiranta. No, just I just, you know... I don't know. You could go either way. You know, let him play it out. But uh, just decided, uh, let's get Rance in there. Plus, you know, we wanted to kind of play Rance anyway. We were on the fence because he'd been out for so long. It was just kind of, so it was all right. Just change things up. And uh, Rance played really well. You know, unfortunately, though, he got hurt. Unfortunately, he got hurt. We'll talk about that in a second. But, but. That is the concern for Piotr. That is the concern for Kochekov. And and don't think about it in last night's game, okay? Last night's game, Martin Natchez had a natural hat trick before you know, Colorado woke up, right? They, he had a natural hat trick in the first period. Last night's game is a one-off. That That's an unbelievable uh, margin of error that you built yourself up in the first period there. And you used all of it, by the way. You gave up two goals by the end of that first period in, in eight seconds or whatever it was, right next to each other. Um, think of it like in a seven-game series. Think of it like you're playing the Panthers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right? It's it's a situation you've been in, and one blip from your goalie can do it. Now, that's not to say – by the way, I like Kochekov. I really do. I like his temperament. I like the way he gets along with the guys. I like his physical abilities that he's shown. But that doesn't mean he's seasoned enough and ready enough and experienced enough to be goalie number one on a on a cup contender. Goalie number two, we can talk. Goalie number one, mm, it's going to be tough for me after seeing the past two nights. If you told me, you know, that stretch – from December 12th to January 9th or whatever it was, when he was one of the best goalies in the league. If you told me you were going to get that consistently, I'd be in. But there's not a single person out there that can tell me they're going to get that consistently. And then there's Auntie Ranta, right? Auntie Ranta is the, the veteran, okay? He comes into the game for Kochekov. And guess what the worry is? There's two worries about Ranta. One is that he's going to get whatever yips he had earlier in the year. The other is he's fragile, injury-prone, whatever you want to call it. So you bring him in to steady things out, right? You have the three goals. Your goalie gives up two, including one cheapie, right, one one freebie. So you go, all right, let's bring in the vet. Let's steady everything out. Let's calm everything down. He does that. Makes a couple great saves, by the way. Almost as soon as he's in there, he's tested by McDavid, who, and it's just like, all right, sure. Ronta's going to stone McDavid. Way to go. Had another great save against McKinnon, and, and, an NHL MVP a, yeah, contender. That, that, there we go. That's what I meant. Um, so, so, got my, my similar names wrong. Um, 
but but I'm I'm going in. I'm saying uh, I'm saying Ronta's is steadying it. That's exactly what he's there for. Then he gets hurt, and I'm like, there's the concern for Ronta. Yep. There's the concern for Ronta. The worry about him is if he gets hurt, he's not going to, like, right? Uh, the saying is he can't make the club in the tub. He can't help the club in the tub either. If you if you need to be in the ice ice tub, the cold tub, nursing an injury, you can't help your team. So so here's what happened last night. The benching of Kochekov felt like a statement from Rod Brindamore to the front office saying, hey, when this guy gets the speed wobbles, when he starts getting shaky, we can't deal with that, right? So we have to take him out. That's a statement to the front office. And then Ronta getting hurt is a statement from, like, the roster, from the, the hockey gods saying, well, you can't depend on this guy either. If you have a roster, meaning skaters, that are good enough to win a cup, the Slavins, the Ajos, the Jarvises, the, I mean, Burns is 39, doesn't have a whole bunch of these left. Like, like you, we can go through the roster. If you have skaters that are good enough to win a cup, are you okay knowing that you have goalies with worries, right, with a concern, and those concerns are popping up, and you're not going to do everything you can to, to solve them? If you have a roster that is good enough to win it all, and you have multiple statements being made that you don't have a goalie you can trust, Rod saying, hey, this guy – uh, a little shaky. We can't let him play his way out of it. Let's put him on the bench. Ronta's in there saying, hey, if, if that guy is shaky, you can't trust me to stay healthy the rest of the game. If you have multiple statements being made, how do you not make a move for a goalie? And I understand there's this other elephant in the room, and it goes by the name of Freddie Anderson. And, and there's a, a blood clotting issue, and he's on the ice, and he's working with the, the, the goalie coach, and, and – I, I can't – you're going to bank your season on he's not going to have any setbacks. He's not going to – the, the mid-30s, 6'4 guy is not going to, after not playing hockey for three months, is going to come back and, and be ready to just carry all of the load of a, a, a title run? That sounds like gambling. Asking a lot. It's, it's asking an astronomical amount and hoping. And, and as Dennis and I say all the time, uh, hope's not a strategy. Well, I hope someone's healthy. Well, I hope they get it together. Get someone who you can expect to get it together, who you who you know will will most likely get it together. And I know there's no 100% out there, right? And if there was, everyone would go get one, right? There's no 100%. So what I mean by that is there's no goalie you can go make a trade for, Allen, Flurry, any of them. There's no goalie you can go make a trade for that is 100% going to play great through a, through a playoff run. But there's got to be someone you feel better than. Like last night, there was a pit in my stomach. Right? It was the the because they were winning, by the way. Right? The the Canes were still ahead, so they're you're not worried about the game. Although you're, it's competitive there, so a little bit. But but I'm watching going. You know, Jarvis is playing his tail off. Jarvis is blocking shots with his palm like a psycho. And and then he's he's running to the, the locker room, getting checked out, getting back out there, putting his body on the line again to stop a puck. And, and then he's going back and, and going in the other direction and doing everything he can to get a, a, an empty net goal. In his 200. In his 200, 200 and he's celebrating 200 starts. Or 200 games, exactly. So 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 I'm, I'm, I'm watching that going, this team, deserves to have no regrets 
Okay. I'm not saying they're definitely going to win a cup, right? I'd, I'd be stupid to sit here and say, if you do this, you're going to win the Stanley Cup because we've seen teams go all in with good teams, with good, and, and you run into a goalie standing on his head or you, you get a bad injury break and, and suddenly it all comes crumbling down. It's always a possibility. But this team deserves to have, have no regrets, to have no stones unturned. And and it just it seems like when I watch them, there's one stone screaming, turn me over. And it's a trade for a goalie. And and this is not 2020 hindsight. This is not an overreaction to last night. I've been saying it for weeks. Weeks and weeks. And now it just feels like the 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 you know Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs are are just getting here too. The plan was Kochekov, let's be real. And he was hurt, and it was when he comes back, it'll be Kochekov. When he comes back, it'll be Kochekov. When he comes back, it'll be – then he came back and was benched within a game and a half of being back. Now, you could just say it's a shakeup. You could say it was a punishment for the, the lack in focus. You could say whatever it is. But the fact of the matter is he was benched in that game. Ronta was not expecting to go in there. The plan wasn't like, all right, Ronta's going to take period number two. That's not how it works. If the Canes don't make a move for a goalie after last night, I'm at a loss. So now my question for you, Tim, mm-hmm. going, into, going into tomorrow night, New Jersey Devils, divisional opponent, so you know it'll be another good game. Who's getting the start in decrease? I'm putting Coach Ekov out there. I, I still think he gives you the best chance, and we don't know the injury of, of Ronta. Um, if Ronta's available, he's your two, but – you know, with with the injury, I'm guessing rest and, and time is what you need. Heck, maybe Spencer Martin's the two. I was just about to ask, what kind of situation would the team have to be in in order I, for Spencer Martin to get out there? I'm not turning to Martin. I, I think if you turn to Martin, then then you're really playing with the, you know, six inches between the ears of both Coach Chekhov and Ronta. And I think you're, you know, unless you're you're making the switch, you don't you don't bring that up, right? Unless you are saying. Like, Kochekov is going to the AHL for a while, which is just – I mean, that's ridiculous. And, and I said that, and I know now someone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, how ridiculous. You No, I'm not actually suggesting that. I'm saying I'm not putting Spencer Martin in the game unless Ron, if Ronta's hurt, Kochekov goes out there, and, and Kochekov needs to be taken off the ice, then you put in Spencer Martin. But that's not you – don't, you don't start there. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.